say big things are gone. <laughs> also, big things are gone in the NBA as Anthony Davis has requested a trade from out of New Orleans. Yeah, this to me came as a shock. Um, Anthony Davis, for the longest time, has been the face of the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, always, always will be, always should be. Um, but of course, sometimes you chase that money, sometimes you yeah. chase that title, and you want the opportunity to win. Well, Anthony Davis, now's your chance. Um, the brow, as they call him, um, is looking on the move. And the trade deadline, February 7th, is fast approaching. And uh, I expect some rumbles, especially at New Orleans. Uh, Anthony Davis could be the or could become the next Laker. Could you imagine, wait a sec, mm-hmm. before we talk about the Lakers, can you imagine him in Golden State? That just would not be fair. <laughs> wow. Well, just shut down, shut down basketball forever. Or, you know, or a Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis Adondacunto. Or, um, hey. That's a, that's a long team. That's like, uh, that is a scary team. The Toronto of- Raptors. Are we ruling them out yet? I think Toronto is very much in play. I've, I've seen people suggest a package of either Valanchunas or Ibaka going to, um, going to New Orleans. Sign me up. Sign me up and see ya. Back the truck up and away you come. Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, Danny Green. And Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. Fred Van Fleet. Pascal Siakam coming mm-hmm. on the bench. Yeah. That is a, it is a scary team now. It becomes a deadly team when you add the Brown. No, I think that's easily the Eastern Conference champ. That, that's, that's a team that becomes by far the forerunners for the Eastern Conference title. If I, got Anthony Davis I don't know if you've seen, I believe it was the uh, game a couple weeks ago after uh, they beat, I can't remember who they beat. They came back and won. But uh, their NBA execs around the league believe the Raptors are all in. And they will be all in at the deadline. They should be. To me, all in means Anthony Davis. To me, all in means a superstar. It's who else could become a... In your eyes, mm-hmm. give me four or five guys that the Raptors could target here. Anthony Davis, of course, being Ooh. one. I'm trying to think, who else could they target them? And that's a good question. That's real. Ooh, does a... Does a... CJ McCollum become available? Does a... Does a Damian Lillard become available? You know what, I don't think so. I think Portland's still a team that wants to make a move within the Western Conference. Okay. I don't see them moving either McCollum or... I think Bradley Beal is someone who could be in play for it to try. I, I like, what Do about both Beal and, and John Wall and Toronto? Could you do a two for a massive deal what about bringing them both to Toronto? Are you trading Kyle? Is John Wall better than Kyle Lowry? Oof. I, I, don't, I think Kyle's still a little bit better than John Wall. Right? Sometimes I don't like how well he's at you. So we, you know, it, it could, uh, you know, that that could play a factor there. Yeah. Uh, my boy Pass always, he's Sharks, he's a big Sharks fan. So, of course, you're going to cheer for the cheer for the Sharks. Uh, Pass, we, we appreciate your support, man. Uh, thank you, you know, for, for tuning in and, and uh, helping any way you can. Your sharks are a dangerous team, man. Eric Carlson. I don't know. Build those sharks, though. They have a uh, tendency to, you know, 
choke a little bit, you know that. <laughs> oh, oh, choke, choking sharks. You know. They become a baby shark in the playoffs. You sing baby that shark. Dun, 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 dun. I won't even I will do quit that. Show if you sing that song. <laughs> Should be our, uh, our our intro for next week. Why? I'm not sure. So as you were saying, sorry, Bradley Beal, John Wall. Uh, give me a few more names. Anthony Davis, Bradley Beal, John Wall. What about a Julius, uh, a Julius Randall? He'd be interesting now. He's stuck in purgatory in New Orleans at the Lakers sent him there. Interesting Isn't that awful? Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny, you know, if you're stuck, you're stuck in New Orleans. Oh, no. Or what about a... Oh, God. What about a Devin Booker? Uh, the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix aren't going anywhere, anywhere fast. Is no. Devin Booker in play? You know, that's a, that's a kid. He's only 21 years old, and he already has a 70-point game under his career mark. He's a shooter. He's a true marksman. He's a good, he's a good ball player. He he look great. He would look great in red and white or purple and white. Whatever the Raptors wear down for the color, but he'd be interesting to see if they do want to target him. Do we? Man, it's a stretch, I know. Do we see a Vince Carter reunion in Toronto? I think it's you know. I'm torn beyond. I'm torn with this because he's an interesting case. Vince Carter's 42 years old. He's been down? shown he can ball though. He can absolutely. The man can ball. You bring him back. He'll probably be a, he'll be a bench guy, of course. But the thing is that when Vin, Vince left Toronto, in probably one of the worst ways that I think ever leave the city. He this trashed. Is true. The, he, he gave up on plays. He gave away plays. He was so disinterested in being a Raptor that when he was traded, the Raptors like, got nothing back for him. Because he, he went to New Jersey, the mm-hmm. Nets, right? Yeah. And the Raptors, you, you, remember, you remember who they got back for him? You remember who they, they got no. back? Aaron Williams. Oh, right. Eric Williams and Alonzo Mourning refused to report and didn't play a single game in Toronto. Well, he, we, they mourned his loss, I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, it was one of the worst trades in NBA history. Like, Toronto got absolutely hosed in that deal because they got nothing. Yeah, but <laughs> I think that you've seen it when he returned this year, earlier this year. Vincenity is alive and well. And I, I, I think... To have one last long song, whether it's even he comes off the bench and he plays 15 games or 10 games or whatever it may be, let us finish his career in Toronto, put that number in the Raptors eventually one day, and call it done. I'll say this, though. Without Vince Carter, I don't know if basketball is, is what it is in this country. Absolutely not. Because you saw kids from Vancouver, St. John's, Tuktoyuktuk, Quebec City, Edmonton, Saskatchewan, Brad, whatever, putting up, getting into basketball through yeah. one Vince Lamar Carter. His documentary on Netflix is incredible. Just uh, unbelievable. I, I recommend you watch that if you haven't watched it. Talking about uh, bringing the city together, Canadian basketball, and of course, you know, what he meant for the city of Toronto and uh, what Toronto meant to him. Yeah. So. And it's funny. It is funny to see how Vince hung around for so long in this league. There are kids who grew up watching him in the NBA, went to school, high school, college, graduated, play the NBA now, and play against Vince Carter. Yeah. Like the Corey Josephs, yeah. like the Dwight Powells, like the, um, yeah, like, it's insane. See, can, can the Raptors get on the level, the Rockets, the Warriors, 
and the Lakers right now. We're landing that big fish. Landing that maybe not, um, maybe not a LeBron James. But would they ever consider landing a James Harden? If they win a a title, Clay Thompson? To me, if the Raptors win a title, they could. Okay. I see Pascal mentioning Blake Griffin to Toronto. That'd be interesting. That's a name. That's an interesting name. I see. To me, though, Blake was never the same when he moved to Detroit. He kind of hit that that plateau to me. It was him and DeAndre Jordan in, in with the Clippers together, mm-hmm. and then that team kind of fell apart when DeAndre left and Blake left, and you know, it just. It fell apart. I, would he be a good fit in Toronto? Quite, quite possibly. I don't know. I just don't know if, if Blake, if we'll get the Blake Griffin we got in with the Clippers or we get him in Detroit. You know what, though, this season right now is averaging 26.3 points per game yep. and 5 points rewards a game. Like Blake right now, and he started every game this year for the, for the um, Pistons. I mean, there's not that much. It's really just him, him right now. And Andre Drummond and Reggie Jackson, but well, Blake's that's a ball. team that's hurting the Pistons for sure. You know, it, it's funny you see how Blake went from being Mr. Clipper to going to Detroit, Michigan. Well, yeah. yeah, all he has to do right now is play ball, and he's focused right now. In Detroit, he's not the man's focus, and there's a career high right now for points in with the Pistons. What would that take, a Blake Griffin? I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. I still think I think if you're going to deal for Blake, you're going to lose Serge Ibaka. Am I okay with that? Yeah. Um, the one thing that kind of gets me though is Valanciunas. I'm not sure if I'm ready to give up Andre Villa. Oh, sorry, the other name just came to me, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell, the Brooklyn Nets. Forgot about him. Yeah, he's. You know, the Nets are, are, are a team people forget about, but he's gone along there and quietly done his thing with the Brooklyn. Is he a Raptor? Is he on the radar at all? I think he'd be someone you should watch out for if Kyle wants to leave here. If Kyle wants out, then yeah, of course you should look him. But the thing is, I don't think Kyle wants to leave. I don't think Kyle wants to leave Toronto. Well, now with DeMar gone, it could be a, could be a different ballgame. That's true. It's funny. You, you mentioned DeMar, and... The Spurs have just been chugging along. The Spurs, you know, remember early in the year how San Antonio had their struggles and oh, people were saying, oh, that's it, Spurs yeah. are done, yeah. Spurs are finished. Well, once Manu left and Tony left and Tim Duncan left, it was yeah, people thought it was over. And right now in the NBA Western Conference, the San Antonio Spurs are in sixth place in the conference. After this, after they started the year off, what it's like, what they what were they six and twelve? They battled back to be well above 500 and took right into a playoff spot in the Western Conference. Yeah. You can't kill the Spurs. You can't kill San Antonio. How about, how about Raptors, Spurs, NBA Final? That would be, yo, uh, DeMar against his old boys. That would be interesting. That would be something else. I mean, in terms of I, Kawhi should, ju- would, should dunk on Greg Popovich <laughs> to win the title and say, ha ha, suck it. Well, and I'm walk sure away. that's probably a foul if he does that. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> now, let me ask you, speaking of Raptors here, mm-hmm. at what point does Kawhi turn and say, I'm here, I'm here, 
this is my team? Or is he still leaning to walking out? I don't know. Like, I, I still think he does want to play at home. I know people are panicking about him buying a house in San Diego. To me, chill. Relax. People buy mansions around the world and play in different cities. I just, bought, I, I just bought one in L.A. next to Luke Robitaille. Oh, did you? Yeah, you didn't, wow. you didn't hear that, did you? No, I didn't. You didn't <laughs> tell me? There you go. It doesn't mean I'm leaving Edmonton. You got to calm down, first of all. He's from California. He bought himself a summer home. Relax. He doesn't mean he's going anywhere. But I think in terms of staying in Toronto long term, if they get past second round and they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think you hear about, look who I want to stay here long term. If they win a few rounds, you hear about that because he'll see a team that's committed to wanting to win here and show, and put in the work to try and be a better ball club. So many messages. Yeah, we got some. Well, what's, we got a lot of comments tonight. That's excellent. We got a lot of comments coming in from the fun viewers of the podcast. And let's see. Let's go. <laughs> Hey Paz, you got you gotta come back we uh weekly, man. We 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 love having you comment. It's it's been fun, man. Uh, you know, but you know this is episode thirty eight. It's only, it only gets better. I promise. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and and Brad, I know this is a week where you know Super Bowl is coming up next week. Rams and Patriots. And oh boy! Remember how we did media day for the Great Cup? Yeah. Remember how easy it was to get. Bully by Mitchell and Brad Sinopoli. Wasn't that wasn't that something? Talk yeah. yeah. CFL Media Day is still well, granted. It's, it's a close off to the public. It's still a private event. Yeah. But the media is nowhere near what it is in the NFL. I was watching. We saw Media Day a bit of it at, uh, at over dinner, and there was a literal zoo surrounding Todd Gurley, surrounding Jared Goff. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, there was no way. See, I need to put a pattering ram on the ba- on the top of my wheelchair just to get through, um, or a shovel, or, or you know, like, a bulldozer. That's insane! Like, like I, you know what? I'll say, I'll say this much though: Media Day for the NFL compared to CFL, that's the kind of event where you're going to the defensive lineman for a quote. You're going to yeah. the old lineman for yeah. a quote because you know why? No one's talking to them. No one's going to them. Yeah, I. You know, it'd it be. <laughs> I I heard the great quote today and. Tom Brady says this is not his last game. I saw that. How many more years does TB12 play? I think he wants to go to 45. He keeps he keeps saying he wants to play until he's 45 years old. Is he a Patriot till 45 years old? I keep saying he's not. I think uh, I joke. I know I mentioned the Washington Redskins, but realistically, real, knowing his personality, knowing his lifestyle, knowing how his family life works. The only realistic option for him, as a, if he leaves New England, is to go to L.A. As in, the L.A. Chargers. Wow, Uncle George would like that, wouldn't he? <laughs> I'm sure he'd probably be Tom, jumping Tom through the Tom roof. He'd probably, probably buy a friggin' jersey tomorrow, wouldn't he? And we saw Brandon Banks re-signed with the Hamilton Tire Cat. There, there he goes. It passes in. Uh, he's in Hamilton, so so breaking. He could be a local, uh, a local Hamilton insider. There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna put Tire Cats. Keep Brandon Banks in for a couple new more years. New Brad Avery, Brad Avery insider in Hamilton. There you go. Um, yeah, but you mentioned Brady. Yeah, like that. I don't know. Do you think he plays forty-five? But Brad? listen, is if Washington that far off, considering <laughs> Alex Smith now? Out for the year. 
Hmm, I think they need he like if you're the Redskins now you don't want to go with Mark Sanchez for twenty nine for well, however, however long. Not sorry, sorry, Gino sorry, Smith. Sorry, sorry, Brady's a Brady's an FA in twenty twenty. If Alex Smith, if he can't go, or if he is still hampered, and Mark Sanchez is still around in twenty twenty, you don't want that. How big of a blow is that to Washington? To have no. They go out. They get Alex Smith. This is their guy, the future. Yeah. Their quarterback. He actually didn't have a bad year. No, he didn't. And he goes out and he hurts himself, and now he's out for the year. And the problem is that he broke his tibia and his fibia, and it got infected. And, and that was the problem. Yeah. That's prolonging this is the infection. Um, listen, it's not another question. And look, do you give Kaepernick a call? At what point does Colin Kaepernick get a phone call? You know, I don't I don't think Colin would want to play for Washington. That's just me. But you know what was wild about that? Or maybe not so wild to those who know what's happened. Matt Hasselbeck said he got a call to play. Matt Hasselbeck hasn't thrown a pass since 2015. He's retired! David Hasselhoff's son? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, Matt Hasselbeck and Tony Romo got a call to play. Like... People are, teams are reaching wow. out to retire. Now, now, to me, Tony Romo is not a far stretch here. Because this guy's still in game shape. He, he, it was only about a year and a bit ago still in a pass. Yeah. Poor Dak Prescott stole his job and he didn't want to play the boy. He grabbed the quarter. Maybe I'm going to join NBC. So he did. Well, CBS. Uh, or CBS, <laughs> whatever. Um, Tony Romo, as a Washington record core. How about Teddy Bridgewater? How about can you... Chug talk to Johnny Manziel, or or even better, would Tim Tebow lead the Mets to come play no. in the NFL again? The Mets are talking about him maybe making um, MLB roster. If Could you Tebow, imagine? Nah, cool. if you're Tebow and the Mets are going to run the spring train, the Mets have plans to see him play in the majors in 2019 possibly. If you're Tebow, you're not going back to football now. Baseball plan, dude. Brody Van Beeswagen, man, that's that's a smart man. He's overhauled that Mets team. That's a Mets team that's gonna be dangerous. Yeah, and that and and, and at least speaking of the Mets, speaking of the whole division, Bryce Harper is still a free agent. Bryce Harper is still sitting out there as a free agent. And again, I say it to Rogers. What are you guys doing? You have the most money. They're in a rebuild mode, right? right? That's that's just that's just going it's on like, there. I understand. Like, it's like, my gosh, you want to eventually get out of the rebuild. You can't, you can't just rely on just the young guys of the Bo Bichettes and the Vlads and the Kevin Biggios. Like, but they will. They will, though. That's their team. Biggio, Bouchette, Vladimir Guerrero. That will be their infield and, and part of their outfield in Biggio. Like, I, and then Guerrero and, and guys like that. It's gonna That's be, their infield. It's going to be painful if they finish here at, at, with 70 wins. I understand it'll take time, but in this in this marketplace, from what this team like, this is a team that has to eventually once again trend. You, you can't go to twenty years. I mean, the playoffs. You can't go to the twenty five seasons missing the postseason. You can't do it. No, no, they can't. Um, I don't see him doing anything big. Look, you you mentioned San Diego and and Kawhi in San Diego. Yeah, Bryce Harper. And Manny Machado could both end up with the Padres. They got money to spend. They've come out as a, as a secret team 
in both of them. Um, listen, I think I think to me, it's down to the White Sox, the Padres, mm-hmm. or um, who was the other team on Machado? Um, not the Yankees. I've I've clearly forgotten. Oh, the Phillies. The Phillies, yes. They were they were in yeah, on Philly, both of them as yeah, well. Yeah, Phillies wanted Bryce. So, so um, I think Bryce gets done first. I think he ends up in Philadelphia. I th- I think that's 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 a more um, a more uh, realistic fit. Um, with Manny Machado, realistically, does he want to go to San Diego? Hey, they got some great pieces in San Diego. You look at Tatis Jr., yep. the second-ranked MLB prospect coming. They got some deadly prospects coming. They do. Um, what about Philly? Does Bryce give you a call and say, look, come play with me? Instantly, instantly, with that with that rotation, mm-hmm. the Phillies become a, a championship favorite. No, yeah, no. Philadelphia is going to be a team that will definitely make some noise in that National League East. They have to. But now, are you more concerned about the length of time it's taking these guys? We're looking at February 1st here around the corner this week, and they are less than a month to report to training camp, and these guys have no idea where they're going. I know. It's really weird. It's happened in the past couple of years where you've seen these big-name guys sitting around and either not being signed until spring training or even into this, you going into the season without a contract. Hockey's done it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But usually it's only really one or two big name guys. It's not five or six or however many guys which you've seen in baseball over the past few years. Yeah, Dallas Keiko's still out there. Because how long did it take? Go down. You saw it took a while uh, a few years ago for um, Edwin to get signed. It took a while for my boy Mark Trumbo to get a deal. Like it's been odd seeing how happened in baseball. The past it few has years. been odd. Yeah, it's look. I think the problem sometimes is they think the market is this way up here. And then they get out there, and the market's down here. Mm-hmm. And they, they, you look at Bryce and Manny for an example. Bryce was demanding $400 million when the market's over. Manny Machado was demanding upwards to three three $350 million. Now, all of a sudden, you're looking at February 1st, that price comes down dramatically. You're looking at maybe the White Sox are sitting there, oh, wait a minute, we're willing to spend that. But if we can get Bryce at 225, $300 million? sure. If we can get Manny down from $300 million to two, mm-hmm. now it's a different conversation. Yeah. Now maybe the Dodgers step in. Do the Yankees step back in now? Now you're, you're, when you bring your price down, you're bringing it down for other teams to play. The St. Louis Cardinals, the Chicago Cubs, the... Houston Astros, Mm -hmm. the New York Mets. Don't be surprised if the Mets throw an offer at one of these two guys. That'd be interesting. With the overhaul that's going on in New York right now, Bryce Harper, wait a minute, not in pinstripes, but instead just across the river. Or Manny Machado, who grew up idolizing and wanted to play for the Yankees. But instead, he's across the river playing for the Mets. That'd be interesting. With one of his idols in Robbie Cano. Yeah, okay. Now, I now I feel like I'm 75 when I hear anybody saying 
Robbie Cano was their idol. I feel old as dirt. Like, <laughs> hearing that. Hey, Manny Machado's got some game, and you know what? Did, the, did anything surprise you thus far in the offseason? In MLB, not really, no. No, no real shock so far in MLB offseason. To me, uh, to me, the Dozer signing in Washington kind of ticked me a little bit. The A.J. Pollock signing was kind of a head-scratcher to it, $50 million, um, to L.A. I mean, that's a crowded outfield to begin with. It is, yeah. Um, does it make the team better? Absolutely. I question Noah's health mm-hmm. at $50 million, um, quite high price to pay. I also, I really like the Nationals. Even without Bryce Harper, this is a team that can still play. Yes. Uh, Juan Soto still there. Still they there. went out. They signed Patrick Corbin. Mm-hmm. That's a team they can play. Yeah. Well, you mentioned surprise. There was one surprise. The deal to send Puig and Matt Kemp to Cincinnati. That did surprise me. Oh, and Sonny Gray there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, see, it's not, and they, you know, they're they're hard, and they're they're big after JT Realmuto too, who's unhappy with the Miami situation, and. This team could quickly become, wait a minute, we're five, six, seven years away from contending. Mm-hmm. So, wait a minute, we're contending next year. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the majors this year. Uh, you want to do trivia? We're yeah. On? So, yeah. So, no one answered last week. So, come on, guys. Like I said, watch watch the podcast. Answer. Because, come on. Again, again there's what free dinner? Which one? Dinner hey, paid by Holly's? I'll, I'll take. I, I get your dinner. Come on, All come right. on. So we'll it's do, a dinner for two right. free. We'll do the same question again. The LA Rams have played in two cities in California. Los Angeles, LA, of course, and where where else have they played in California in their franchise history? Hmm. I know it. If he I knows can't. it. I can't play. If you All right. Yeah. Next week, big one, but the week after is even bigger. Don't miss out these next two weeks. You're going to be want want to be here with us. The Brad Avery Hour, episode 39 and 40 coming at you for Avery Lewis McDougall. Live here at Halley's Club, I am Brad Barco. Good night from Edmonton. We'll see you next week, 8 o'clock on Monday. Later.